Here's a major concert announcement brought to you by the Metal Hand of God podcast. This was the old sound of one of this generation's most proficient songwriters. Amazing musician and vocalist, Aaron Lewis, August 25th, live at the Fillmore, brings his new outlaw country sound. That's right, August 25th at the Fillmore, New Orleans. Circle that date on your calendar. This is one summer concert you're not going to want to miss. Incredible! Said to be one of the greatest songwriters in our generation, Aaron Lewis, August 25th, will be performing live on stage at the Fillmore, New Orleans. That's right, New Orleans Ghost Country, August 25th. Get your tickets at LiveNation.com, TheFillmoreNewOrleans.com, or the MHOG Podcast website. Click on the links, it'll take you to ticket sales. Aaron Lewis, August 25th. What an amazing announcement! You'll be hard-pressed to find another rock and country show anywhere in Louisiana like this one. August 25th at the Fillmore, New Orleans. Aaron Lewis. in association with the Fillmore New Orleans, working hard to bring you an entire year of amazing concerts. Make sure you go to the MHOG Podcast website. Also check out the Fillmore New Orleans website for ticket sales or go to Live Nation. This concert, Aaron Lewis, You Can't Miss, August 25th. See you there.
And welcome back to the Middle Hand of God podcast. This is Barry White. I'm just kidding. It's not. It's Wayne, and he's sick as a dog. And with me, as always, is the one, the, the only interrupting man. The rump guy. <laughs> That's right. I'm just going to do the rump guy because I'm really tired of the other things. Oh, come on. Why are you tired of that? You don't like to be uh, hyped? No. Sometimes I just like to be. A, do you know how hard it is when I'm trying to make a segment and do specific things just to try to find. Like, I was trying to do a best of episode just so we could had something in, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, as yeah. a backup. Like I'm I couldn't on. find anything lately that just had me saying the rum guy. <laughs> I couldn't find any fucking thing. Well, so you... I just need some episodes where I'm just saying my fucking name. Well, rum I mean, guy. you can always just say it. No, I can't, apparently. Like, like you have Tourette. So, see, I'm, now I'm doing a fucking rant about me not being able to say my name. So, hey, guys, I'm the rum guy. That's Wayne. He's, <laughs> he sounds like a small troll today because he's I sick. do. I do. I sound terrible. Uh, I had a hundred and one point seven fever yesterday, which was very nice. It was amazing. It felt like my body was falling apart. Um, yeah, but that, you, you, you know, it's, it's an everyday thing. I know. Yeah, it's a thing. Um, but I also had to deal with a three-year-old that was being a maniac at the same time being sick because, since we only have one vehicle, um, and I was at home being sick. No one could go and pick him up from daycare at six o'clock. Tell him to call an Uber. Oh yeah, because that'd be like, do you have any Ubers with child seats in them, please? Man, there's there's a business right there. Start a business with like Kitty Uber. <laughs> that no. Kitty Uber. That just sounds yeah, awful, dude. That's awful. You know what? You Hi. could get them. You could get them incentive. You could like Excuse get them into the vehicle. You could get them candy and stuff. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a they, they call that rape. No, it's not called rape. Mm-hmm. Why is that rape? Or stalking, or uh, what else is it good? Boy, you really need to go to, to some classes if you children, think, hey, get in the car, and children, candy is rape. Well, that's that's the beginning of rape. No, the beginning of rape is pulling someone's pants down. <laughs> that's different. Not here's a Snickers bar. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, usually kids end no. up when you when you no. lure a child into a car and say, "Here's a Snickers bar." A Snickers bar, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Taking you home. Yeah, okay. That sounds really uh, not good, Rum. Oh, whatever. You might want to try a different approach on your pitch. Like I think it's all right. You know, have a Jolly Rancher. No, no candy at all. Oh. Here, have and, a juice and, box and whatever. <laughs> and don't and don't say hi. I'm I'm your uncle Rum. No, that's bad too. That's bad too. Mommy and Daddy sent me to get you. Another bad one. You know, it just it anywhere you go it's bad. I guess. Yeah, see? See what I'm saying? It just sounds awful. Yeah, okay. Um, well anyway. You know, you know, Moving speaking of that bit you just did, right? We just not even a bit. It was just us talking, but you know what I'm saying? Like us talking the um the best of not best of episode, but the uh the um like uh clips that we no one's ever heard that I'm working on actually yes. has a a thing where our friend Travis Hemel is is visiting on our show and he really just lays into Adam about burning a van. I don't know if you remember that years ago that he caught a van on fire for his work. I don't remember that. It was a long time ago. This was like episode 150 or something. Some way, oh, wow. you know, yeah, yeah. So 
That's some archival shit there. (laughs) But it's such a classic piece of, you know, fucking retardism that I had to put it in. That's great. Um, So go check that out. It was the it. it was the episode before this one. Funny, 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 funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, so welcome back to the show, guys. We're gonna we're gonna talk sexy and smooth today, since I have this deep voice. Well, you have uh, uh, an interesting uh, lead. Speaking of sexy and smooth, some yeah, incredible news. Some incredible news. Some incredible news. Well, uh, one of my um, all-time favorite musicians. Um, and singer-songwriter uh, Mike Patton released a new um, song recently. Uh, it's with someone named Jean-Claude Vignier. Um, okay. And it's called um, Chassons d'Amour. And, you know... So it's Greek. He's Greek? No, I don't think it's Greek. <laughs> I don't think it's Greek, man. Okay. Um, maybe French. Uh, yeah, we'll go with French. I guess. Maybe French, I guess. Um, but it's not all sung in French. Just just the title part is sung in okay. French, and okay. the rest of it is is sung. Mike Patton sings it in, in English. Um, it's very good. It's 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 a it's a slow tune. It's like it's got like some piano stuff to it, and uh, the video is super interesting. Like it's it's. It's kind of artsy video. Yeah, it's almost like. Uh, Art Nouveau ish. Yeah, it was like a, a naked chick. That they, it almost looks like they're burying her in the ground, but she's like getting it. Okay, <coughs> I think the symbolism. Excuse me, I'm coughing and choking up shit. I think the I sy- symbolism from the video that I watched <coughs> was like a funeral, and because she's, they put her in a bathtub, mm-hmm. and they pour like I don't know. It's either a funeral or, like, planting flowers. They pour water on her, okay? But the water uh-huh. but the water is red, like like blood. Okay. And then they throw flowers on her. And then she comes out, and they put a mask on her face. And then this weird puppet thing shows up. And yeah, it's fucking strange, but it's really cool. It's a, it sounds like an anointing ritual, actually. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I I don't know. Like I'm saying, I I don't know. I, if if I if I got it wrong, guys, I'm sorry. I just, I have no fucking clue. I'm just. It's interesting. It's an interesting. Uh, I'll have to watch the video because it sounds like there's a, sounds like a lot of um, some interesting occult references in it. Yeah, it's very cool. Like I I really 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 like the video, um, and the song's awesome too because it, it it's kind of like a like I said it's a mellow tune. It's not like, you know, crazy Phantomus shit that he's done before. Um, but for those of y'all know me, know that Mike Patton is like one of my idols and music and the man can't what, do any wrong. Why is that? I'm just curious. What's, what, what was about him that, that became, just, just as he became that at first it was, it was, you know, at first, the first thing I heard by him was, uh, um, uh, Mr. Bungle and, um, uh, the, the first faith, the more album he was on the real thing. Right. And, uh, well, actually I'm not, <sighs> I want to say the real thing was his first record, and he redid the other one prior um, later on, but I, I can't remember offhand. But anyway, when I, when the first video I ever saw him in was when they did um, Epic, and at the very end, I've always had this image in my head, was him flopping on the fucking, 
you know, the fish flopping back and forth on the video at the end. Yeah. And the piano exploding. And um, there was just something about this dude, like like his, the way he handled himself, and then the way he sung. You know what I'm saying? Like, like his. Well, he he was he was all out all the time. Yeah, and his I mean, vocal his vocal range and talent just is incredible. Like it just blows me away of how amazing this guy can sing, and he still sings that way to this day, and and has not fucked his voice up and. Plus, he was you know. really big. I mean, he was a big. Um, he he was an interesting person when it came to uh, that that the music genre too, because he was very much. Uh, it was like uh, it was a little punk. It was a little rock, and it mm-hmm. was a. It was, but it was very skater culture too. Oh, extremely, and 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 that's I think was another big turn on for us is because when we first started listening to them, like I said, the first album I heard, like the first not album, but the first song I heard from him was. The something off of the real thing. Well, I think it was epic, and mm-hmm. I noticed him wearing a T-shirt that said "Mr. Bungle" on it. So I was like, "Okay, this has got to be another band." So I went and researched Mr. Bungle, and I started listening to that. And on the first Mr. Bungle record, they right. weren't they weren't allowed to put their real names, right? Because uh, the reason he was in Faith the More was because they uh, they heard him singing a song as a Mr. Bu- <laughs> a Faith the More song. Um, with the band Mr. Bungle, and uh, they were like, "Okay, we need this guy to sing for us." So they got him to sing, and he said, "The only reason, the only way he'll do it is if we can have Mr. Bungle sign to a record contract." And they said, "Yeah, but you can't put your names on it." So they all made up these, you know, pseudonyms and weird names for themselves. And uh, gotcha. Gotcha. And that's why, and that's also that's why they wore like underwear on their faces and weird shit like that when they play live because Patton wasn't supposed to <coughs> show his face. But um, you know, like like I was saying, so so I I saw the Mr. Bungle shirt and then I was like, okay, well let me check this album out. So I went and put it on and I'm like, man, he sounds so much like Mike Patton. I was like, it's got to be the same dude. <laughs> I mean, I mean, dude, I was a 15 year old kid. Unique, he's got a unique voice. I mean, you can't. That's like the, you know, it'd be like the same guy, uh, the the voice. Some people just have a voice you can't get away from. They can't right. go to another band without it sounding like that band. You know what a- I mean? Exactly. And and I was just sitting there going, I was, like, I was like, this is killing me. This has to be him. You know, I'm like, so I did a lot of research and a lot. Of, and then that's when I found out it was him. And by the way, people, this research happened when there wasn't the internet. Right. So it was hard to figure out that shit. This was like going through like Circus Magazine and and Metal Edge and all those fucking fucking you had to you had to use paper people to figure this shit out back in the day. So going to the record store and looking at shit and thumbing through and listening right. and man, what, was, reading reading interviews with other band members and stuff like that, sure. saying you know giving hints to who they were yeah, and that kind of Google. shit. No, there was no Google. If you were Googling, you just thought someone was stupid and didn't know how to say doodle. Or giggle. Or giggle, yeah. yeah. But uh, funny you bring up uh, new music and new music videos. Um, right, right. Okay, this, is, this has absolutely completely different genre, by the way, and completely weird. Um, I was going through, on occasion, I mean, I, I try to keep up with a lot of different genres of music. I... I I'll just spend a, like a day and just like listen to everything I don't want to listen to. Like, oh, oh, there's some, like, here's some new rap shit. Let me listen to that. Oh, this blows. You know, you know, whatever. I, I call that driving in the car with my wife. 
<laughs> but uh, uh, today, uh, I'm a I'm a pretty decent. Uh, uh, I like Chris Person? Stapleton. Chris oh yeah, Stapleton, yeah, artist. yeah. He's I good. Think I, I think he's a great. He's he's a he's a really good artist. So I was like, what? There's a new song out with Chris Stapleton on it. I'm right, like, oh right. cool. So I was like, I was going through YouTube and stuff, and I was like, wait, there's a new video with Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton with Bruno Mars. Oh, Lord. Chris Stapleton, Bruno Mars with Ed Sheeran. I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's only getting worse as you keep going. The... <laughs> now, I got to say. You had Beyonce in there, and I'm done. No, no, that's all that's there, right? All right, all right. The song, okay, it had, the video had me confused. The The song, the video is, it's a, it's a female band, all-girl band, right? And they're performing, and I'm like, "What? What's going on?" Okay, I'm it's so it's like they're singing, but it's these guys' voices, right? All right. So that's that's the that's the hook of the video. It's not really them saying, but uh, the uh, the song is really really cool. All right. The title, I'm going to say it. You're going to say, "Well, that, that explains the other two people in the band." The mm-hmm. title of the song is called "Blow." Yeah, pretty um, much. There you go. All right. Good there, job. But the song is really, really cool. I, I'm gonna have to tell you that uh, I think Bruno Mars can actually sing very good. He's kind of like uh, the new age version of Prince, but not as good. Yeah, um, yeah. I'll give it I you. mean, he really is. And He's I good. thought I thought Prince was a fantastic musician and a very, very good songwriter. Um, and uh, Chris Stapleton as well. Stapleton as well was mm-hmm. is a fucking incredible songwriter and singer. Uh, if you have not checked out his. Uh, uh, band he was formerly in called the Steel Drivers before he was um, in the solo stuff. Uh, you're missing out. That that's probably Good his stuff. best work. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, the funny thing is, um, I didn't. I'm like, so where is uh, where is Ed Sheeran? I'm no waiting for the Ed Sheeran voice. Right. He's singing. No it one. doesn't sound like Ed Sheeran. Really. I'm like, who is this guy? And it's Ed Sheeran, but it sounds. I'm I'm having a hard time differentiating uh, Stapleton's <laughs> voice and Ed really? Sheeran's voice at times. Yeah, he must be He's all che- like uh, raspy and shit or something. Cheating. It, if you hear the song, you'll understand why. So I recommend. I know y'all out there in in the bands and you're listening to the hard shit out there i get you yeah but uh, most and of these I, I i know you you're thinking you're gonna lose street cred doing this guys nah but man. go out and listen to there's a song go just go to youtube uh watch the video for it's called blow chris stapleton bruno mars ed sheeran listen to the song it actually takes place in the in the viper room the old viper room club nice it's that's cool. cool um but the song isn't bad at all, and I was really surprised. But uh, I'm not going to say I'm going to run out and buy an Ed Sheeran album anytime soon, but on this one song, he pulls it off. That's nice. all I got to say. Nice. So. Yeah, I mean, most of the people that listen to this show have wide range of musical tastes and are, um, you know, they're, they're open-minded people. Because if they weren't, they wouldn't be listening to us. I mean, they really yeah, have to be open-minded yeah, yeah. for this I'll, show. I'll give you, know? I'll give you that. You know? I mean, most of them. And I mean, I know there's some people that are stuck in one genre, which is fine. I mean, that's yeah. cool, you know. But we've just mentioned several people that are mixing genres. I mean, Mike Patton alone by himself did, you know, 
he did Epic, which was basically a rap song. <coughs> then he did an yeah. entire he did an entire um, noise album called uh, uh, Peeping Tom. No, not Peeping Tom. Peeping Tom was a different thing. Um, um, Adult Themes, which was completely a noise, which is a really funny story on how he, why he did that. But uh, uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, he did um, another thing called Lovage, which was a fucking R&B record with uh, Danny Automator and like another chick. It was that album is one of my all time favorite Mike Patton records, you know, out of everything he's done. That's bizarre. Yeah, it's, weird. it's such a talented thing, though, man. And I saw him do, I saw him do Peeping Tom live one time, and he brought out this fucking sixteen-year-old girl who was a beatbox champion. It fucking blew me away, dude. Like, wow. it was such a cool, like, weird thing to to see that live. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it went well yeah. with the music that he was doing and stuff. He's basically an um. Oh, what do you call it? A conductor. Okay. Right. Like if you've ever seen him live, which I don't think you've seen him in anything. Yeah, right? I've 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 saw him live uh with uh Faith No More. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, that's a whole different beast. Okay. Faith No More was right. a band and that was the band, you know, they did all their things together. Now, if I went to see him for uh this thing he did called Phantomus and it's him, Buzz from the Melvins, the guitar player from Mr. Bungle and Dave Lombardo from Slayer on drums, okay? And it's this fucking chaotic, weird, very cool, like, bizarre record. And uh, I was always wondering, how does he pull this shit off live? Because it's such a fucking weird thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, come to find out, he pulls it off live because he is the conductor. He faces, like, the the way it's set up is, like, the drums and him face each other across from the, the, across from each other on the stage. The bassist and the guitarist stand in the back, and Patton does these weird arm movements like he's directing traffic as he's singing and doing all this shit. And it's it's fucking incredible. It's very that's cool. Very, it's very cool. Very interesting. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Very it's very it's a very cool show to watch. But very, um, very. speaking of uh, very cool things, uh, we're gonna take a break right now and uh, let you guys peek into the uh, full metal music review uh figured since we're doing a bunch of you know music talk we might as well let these guys finish it up for us all right guys this is gonna be full metal music news so check it out the metal hand of god proudly presents it is said that the amount of musical knowledge you are about to hear has the potential to blow your mind Out of any podcast, this musical segment is the only one you will ever need to listen to again. Welcome to Full Metal Music News. Starring the two most knowledgeable people we could find in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Kid Cook and Amanda Jane for Metal Music News starts now.
Boom! And welcome back to another segment of Full Metal Music News. I'm your host, Kid Cook, and with me is always the lovely and attractive... Amanda Jane. And we're going to give you a lot of music news because we haven't done it in a while. We haven't yeah. done this in a while. It's been about, what, about a month? About a month. Since we did a, a segment. We apologize for, you know, not doing one in a while, but we've been so busy with the dance team and... Me playing with Jack and <laughs> playing with Jack Lock. Yeah, playing with Jack Lock. For the Jack Lock rock show and been busy with other life But we shows. have a lot of exciting stuff to uh We do. So let's get right down to it. First thing we're gonna do is we went to a show, another show last Friday, in celebration of your birthday. We went to see uh what bands did we see? We went and saw the Tomb of Nick Cage, Power Man five thousand. And First Fracture, and that was at Southport Hall in New Orleans. Amazing venue. Well, actually, uh, First Fracture was the first band. That, first Fracture opened in Power Man. Yeah. Headline, the way you made it sound like First Fracture had been headline. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And you gotta excuse Amanda Jane every once in a while. <laughs> Correct her. <laughs> but we love her. But, um, Two Minute Cage fucking killed it. Oh my God. They were so amazing. They're such wonderful people and they're amazing music musicians. And our girls, our girl, <laughs> um, Kim Trails, you know, she's the front for Two Minute Cage and she just has this amazing powerhouse female vocal. She's an awesome front and woman. She's an awesome front woman. And I mean, they're just all so entertaining. Like they came out with uh, these two people. Dressed like they were like dressed like in men in black. Yeah, dressed like they were in men in black, and they were holding an alien, like a fake alien. Um... It's not even fake; it was real. <laughs> okay, a like, real. It was a real alien. Got <laughs> a real alien uh, statue, I guess. Or yeah, it was like a little mannequin. Like thing. a little mannequin, like little paper mache. It alien. was cool. I love. I, it I was enjoyed really it. Cool, and then. Um, and they always have their colors of green, uh, lime green, neon green, and black. And they're all dressed to the nines. And oh, I, I love their song, They Live. And Great song, which they actually have a music video on YouTube for. Yes, they so do. It out. Two Minute Cage, They Live. Yep. And then um, they actually pulled you up on stage and sang you happy birthday. They did. I felt so, so happy. And so oh, you were eating that shit up. He was eating that up. <laughs> You uh, posted a video of them singing her happy birthday, and you could just see, like, I mean, every second of this up. <laughs> that was the look on her face. <laughs> it was great. But then Power Man 5000 came and tore their fucking roof off the place, literally. Oh, yeah. Literally. Yeah, they sang, like, all their hit songs from the early 2000s, and it was Worlds Collide. They closed with When Worlds Collide. They closed with Worlds Collide. They did Vs for Vampires. They did Bombshell. Uh, Bombshell. Nobody's Fool. Yeah, and then they and then they uh, threw in a new song. Which was really good. Which was really good. I didn't catch the name of it, because yeah. I was just so... It was like... Hit with nostalgia. Yeah. Again, not as much nostalgia as with, with Fuel, but, you know, because, like... There's no original. The only original member in Power Man now is uh, Spider the singer, but mm-hmm. he he was like a you know, which is Rob Zombie's little brother. Who is Rob Zombie's brother? Little brother. And they look nothing alike. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> which I guess is a good thing, you know. And then uh, yeah, so they were fucking awesome. They killed it. And then after the show, we went and hung out with the bass player Merv Douglas. And Who's a fucking sweetheart. Such a sweetheart, and uh, you know he helped. Uh, well, he. 
He's been playing with Power Man for over 10 years. Yeah, now. he's been playing with Power Man. So technically, he's not the original basis, but I give him credit because he's been playing with him for over 10 years. And uh, we actually uh, got to, I have him on Facebook. We did like a little interview with him, like, you know, how long you've been playing with Power Man and where he's from. And he says he's from Los Angeles. And he looked like, um, tell me, tell people what he looked like. <laughs> A, a super saiyan rufia <laughs> yeah like if if you want to see what we're talking about uh po we posted a picture with him on our uh, facebook page and his hair was like it it, it was um you can't miss his hair yeah <laughs> like and then <laughs> he told us how, how he did his hair like flat iron and trust me yeah, <laughs> so yeah. we were like okay he was, a, he, he was a sweetheart and we actually got him Saying, you know, you're listening, you know, we, got, we recorded him saying, giving props to the Man I Had a God podcast. Yeah. yeah, and that was really awesome. Yeah. So uh, hopefully we can set up an interview where he can actually come on the actual. Yeah, because he M was like podcast. talking to us. He was like, you know, definitely um, tag me in the picture. Tag me in the picture. And he's like, you know, send send the band, you know, their agent, like a message saying that, you know, we want to, you know, to set up for an interview next time they're in town or, yeah. you know, or whatever like that. So it would be like more of a professional interview. It might, it might not be like a recorded interview, but maybe a written interview or something. Like yeah, that. maybe. Just yeah. to get something with him. He, he really was a, a sweetheart of a guy. He really was. You know, he's a good performer too. Oh, absolutely. I like how like they were all like in sync and like <clears throat> you had some friends that was like, "Can I dance to it?" It's like, actually, you can dance to Power Man. It's not like a, I, I guess when people hear metal or something, it's like they automatically think that it's rah, 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 yeah, but rah, like the entire time, and it's not. Me like, and you was dancing. Yeah, like literally, we were literally <laughs> dancing to Power Man Five Thousand, which is you know great. When they play Bombshell, I lost my fucking shit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so Two Minute Cage fucking killed it. Power Man 5000, amazing. Definitely out. This is my first time seeing them. Yeah, mine too. <clears throat> and I'll definitely go see them every time they come back. Oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. They, they even had, like, these uh, lights kind of hooked up to their um, hand, like, wrist. It was, like, laser lights, and they would come out and, like, you know, do, like, this real body thing. And the light show was top notch. Yeah, and the guitar player had a laser um, light that was on, on the, the end. It, it was guitar. guitar. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That was really cool. He was, he was the, uh, I didn't catch his name, but he was pretty cool, too, because he was, like, talking with his father. They were playing on stage. Yeah. He told uh, your sister, Taryn, that, oh, because Taryn's like, I'm pregnant. He's like, that's awesome. You know, so <laughs> it wasn't assholes. No. They were very interactive with the crowd. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, definitely. Um, if Power Man Five Thousand is passing through your town at a, a venue, definitely go check them out. And it was only thirteen dollars to see him too. Yeah, it was only thirteen dollars. You know, that's awesome. Of course, we got our tickets to Two Minute Cage, yes, which I highly can. recommend going. You know, check out the Two Minute Cage. But uh, moving along now, we have we're gonna you know turn the tables and we're gonna talk about reggae. A little bit of reggae. Yeah, because there's like a lot of news happening in the reggae world. Um, How about Cali, you tell us some? Well, Cali Roots just passed. It was the last weekend of June. No, the, um, no it was the last weekend of May. It was the last weekend of May, <clears throat> which is like one of the biggest reggae festivals in the country. Um, and we yeah. definitely want to go one year. Um, so. Well, they had a lot of, uh, they had Tribal Seeds played. They had Soldier played this year. A lot of good reggae. But if you like reggae music and you want to. See, like a full-on reggae festival, go to Cali Roots. Oh, absolutely. It's in San Diego, California. So then, um, 
Sublime with Rome dropped an album May 31st called Blessings, and we were actually listening to it a few weeks ago, and it's it's a really great album. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. probably my favorite album of 2019 so far. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of Sublime with Rome, they just uh, gave it gave us love. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they gave us a love by liking one of our posts uh, about them. So. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. That's like a little celebrity moment for us. We're like, oh my god! Yeah, it's like, oh shit! The band that we are talking about just liked our post. <laughs> so they, some for like a second, they knew who we were. Yep. <laughs> but um, and it's a beautiful picture of me and you. So. It is a very beautiful picture. They're like, oh, look at these pretty people. Check it out. You know, yeah. our page and and liking our stuff. So. But um, like, well, speaking of the Sublime, with their own new album, Blessings. You know, the song that. We've actually been listening to it for about a year now because they released the song Wicked Heart. Mm-hmm. It's a very catchy song. It is a very catchy song. That's probably like my favorite song on the album. And they had a song called Lights Out. That's a fucking amazing. The whole album's amazing. Yeah, like, the whole we, album. I've listened to it about 11 times already. Yeah. From forward to backwards. <laughs> you know, it's very, it's a top notch album. And everybody's like, you know, I know Rome gets a lot of shit for, you know, being. The front man of Sublime now, even though they call it Sublime at Rome, but everybody just calls it Sublime, you know. But I think that Rome has a fucking amazing voice. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. definitely has a beautiful voice. And he's, then, he's the perfect person to do it. Absolutely. And then another um, band dropping a new album, which is your all-time favorite band, is if 311. Anybody, if anybody knows me, they know that I have a heart on for 311. Yep. <laughs> he's definitely got a, a boner for 311. <laughs> and... Uh, <coughs> Their new album called Voyager is dropping July twelfth. Which they have soon, like next week. Like next week. <laughs> like next week. <laughs> like next week. <laughs> but if you want to check out four brand new songs, they released four singles from it, which uh, Crossfire, Don't You Worry, Good Feeling, and What the, which <laughs> say what you want to. I, I haven't, you know, I haven't disliked ever disliked the Three Eleven song, but I do have my favorite to least favorite and you know in all honesty good feeling would be really at, way at the bottom of that you know like favorite 311 songs yeah it's, i don't know it's like they were trying to write a radio single well maybe so. they were because they're trying to get on the radio more and try to get more fans i guess but like you know try to like the, try to connect with the, the hardcore three these days, fuck yeah. the new generation the hardcore <laughs> 311 fans don't want that shit the hardcore 311 fans want if you want to listen to like a old school three, feeling 311 song from the new album listen to crossfire crossfire yeah it's definitely got that old school 311 sound and feel and i'm actually excited to uh hear the new album which Apparently it's been leaked. The whole album's been leaked, and people are listening to it. So I refuse to. <clears throat> I refuse to listen to it to the actual release date, Bunch of July twelfth. And then, going continuing with the reggae. Um, your fi- one of your favorite reggae. One of band. my favorite reggae bands, Stick Figure. Reggae heavyweights. <laughs> <laughs> they are dropping a new album on August thirtieth, which is the day before your birthday, mm-hmm. called World on Fire, and they actually have one of their hit. Uh, one of their new songs out now called Summertime featuring Citizen Cope and that dropped June 27th so that that dropped on uh, Thursday so definitely last we, ha- Thursday. we haven't listened to it yet I haven't listened to yeah it. I haven't listened to it yet either I guess we um, do that after we get off this uh... <laughs> yeah gonna listen to that yeah. on our way to band practice yeah we got a band practice with Jack Lock today for yeah, we do. our era band mm-hmm. our era band that's gonna be coming out soon soon 
Um, so yeah, lots of news in the Reiki world. Power Man 5000, Timothy Cage. Um, Power Man 5000 is actually um, celebrating 20 years of their platinum selling album. Yeah. They got Stars Revoked. Stars Revoked. Um, which featured when worlds collide, and that was a platinum-selling album. Mm-hmm. It's another thing with a uh, Power Man Five Thousand, which gave me a lot of respect for him in a way. Um, when we pulled up, it's like, where's our tour bus? And they were touring out of a van. Yeah. And a U-Haul. With a U-Haul trailer. I'm just like, you know, like, I'm like, I have respect for him for doing that, but then it's like they should be in a, at least a mini tour bus or something, right? Uh, a little yeah. bit more comfortable, but you know, it's. it's whatever they want you know we've heard from um two minute cage that uh they were sweetheart you know the singer was like actually instigated like one want started a conversation with them mm-hmm. you know and when, ba- when some bands come through south park and they get local bands to open up for them some of the bands like the headlining bands are like kind of assholes you know yeah and they don't want to talk to anybody and they just want to talk amongst themselves and then they play for everybody then they leave. you know talk to the crowd and then they leave um, but Power Man was like Power Man like stuck around and hung out with people outside. Took pictures. Took pictures. Talked with everybody, and I mean they were definitely, definitely down to earth. Yeah. And down to earth. Yeah, because like Mooney's like Sean Mooney's like yeah, uh, Spider came up to us and started a conversation with us, and it's like wow, you know this is like he's a legend in his own right, you know, with the industrial metal scene, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. That's really, really cool. But uh, to wrap things up, you know, we could go on forever. Yeah, we could go on forever. <laughs> but to wrap things up, we have a uh, two minute cage and Power Man Five Thousand show was incredible. Mm-hmm. Like every moment of it. Every moment of it. And then Sublime with Rome dropped an album. Called Blessings. Called Blessings. Three Eleven Voyager that's gonna be dropping July twelfth and Stick Figure. Um, is dropping August 30th called World on Fire. World on Fire. Look, you love stick figure. I you do. have a hard on for stick figure. I do. They're not really one of my favorites. I listen Nobody to them. Has to. You know what? That's why I'm going to end this segment <laughs> right now. Okay? I love you, I love you too. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So we're going to kick it back over to the guys in the Manor Hannah God podcast. Peace. That sounded so gay. <laughs> guys so that was full metal music news um those guys are really kicking ass and i appreciate everything they do man so they go to a lot of shows they do a lot of reviews yeah they do absolutely absolutely doing good good yeah, stuff. yeah so it's, it's it's awesome i appreciate everything they do and like i said we got some more surprises coming uh you know some stuff i want to release a little bit here and there you might catch Ooh. it on something later on so anyway um so I wanted to talk a little bit about this. Uh, I completely forgot to tell you about this, man. What? I watched a movie uh, yesterday, and a lot of people were uh, talking about it like months and months ago, and I never did watch it because I could never find it. 
Okay. So I watched Lords of Chaos yesterday. I think it's called Lords of Chaos. That was one of my But the skateboarding movie? No, 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 no. That's Lords of Dogtown. Oh. Um, Lords of Chaos. Let me make sure I get the name of the movie correct because I don't want to be like a fucking douchebag <laughs> and 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 you know. <laughs> Lords of Chaos. That sounds familiar. Uh, yeah, it should sound familiar. Um, let's see if this is the right one. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, okay, it's it's a, they call it a horror thriller film, uh, but it's actually based on true events, okay? Okay. And the true events are musical. It's, it's based on um, the black metal scene in the early 80s and, uh, like, the birth of the black metal scene when uh, Mayhem, the band Mayhem, it's, it's all directed around Mayhem. Uh, oh, okay. I with a band, with a band, mayhem. Uh, you know, with the singer killing himself, and then the other right. guys killing, burning churches, and doing all kind of crazy shit. Yeah. That movie was really fucking good, man. It was yeah. really good. It's really edgy. Um, if well, you, if yeah, you, just the topic alone is edgy. But I mean, if you have kids, don't watch it in in the room with them because it's very graphic. Like, and there's a lot to just you know to explain afterwards. Yeah, I mean they actually show the guy below his fucking face off, and they show him cut his arms open, and you know, and then they show they show another guy kill a gay man, you know, and burning the churches, and you know, there's a lot of fucking in the movie, you know. So it's it's a lot of things that you really should not watch in front of your children. Mm. So I had to wait till mine went to sleep. Because I didn't realize it was that bad, you know, and I started watching it, and then all of a sudden this dude started cutting his fucking arms open on stage, and I was like, all right, got to change it, man. Because, you know, it was really, it was cute as fuck, because my kid was standing there going, dad, dad, I said, what? He said, keep it metal. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was, you know, it was metal music playing, so he was like, yeah, keep it metal. I was like, yeah, dude, keep it metal, but I got to cut this off because he's bleeding all over the fucking place. But no, man, it's really cool. I didn't know a lot of the stuff on the, in the movie, and of course, probably a lot of it's very, very fucking, you know, um, blown out of proportion. You know, probably wasn't quite as crazy. Uh, who you knows? Know, but um, well, I know for a fact the 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 lunatic Varg Vickers, um, mm-hmm. who was uh, the main guy behind Burzum, and he was also the bass player in Mayhem, and he was the one who killed Euronymous, which was the singer for Mayhem. Um, those were all true. Like all that's true stuff. Like he killed that man. He burned all the churches down. You know, he convinced all these guys to do that stuff. Yeah, of course he's in prison for that. You know, right, right. That stuff's prison. But you know, all the the stuff in between. You know, like the things we don't know, like the conversations they had and stuff. Like we don't know if that's real. You know oh, what I'm right, saying? Right, yeah. All that stuff. I mean, unless unless you were there and you know it was written down. And, right, right. Yeah, you know, you're talking it, third party information. So. Uh, Varg even said that he he made a um, he thought the movie was terrible because uh, it was all fake. Oh, there you go. There you go. And uh, and that he said that they got some fats. I forget what he said. You know, he's he's a Nazi racist. You know, he's 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 all of the above. As far as far as I know, you know, I mean, I'm I'm not a huge black metal guy. I don't know, you know, all the ins and outs. I just learned the stuff, a little bit of shit from what I watched, you know. Yeah, not 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 every band's the same, so I mean, it, you know, each his own when it comes to those. But bands, it was a so. it was a very cool movie. It was cool to learn these things, and it makes me want to read the book now. You know, there's a book called Lords of Chaos, which was written way before any of the movie was even existed. You know. Sure. Sure. <coughs> yeah. 
But it's yeah, a weird. Maybe I'd do the audio book. I, I just don't. <clears throat> <laughs> you're stupid it's a very weird scene man you know like from back then i mean i think they did a lot of that oh. stuff to to just get their names out there Fuck yeah, man! i remember i remember going to a um <laughs> okay uh the town i grew up around not in the town yeah, i yeah. grew up in was fucking a speck in the middle of fucking nowhere right it was your house and the guy who killed himself's house <laughs> you're always gonna bring that up <laughs> don't you yeah he's he's your fucking dude that uh that you should have been a black metal band for. Well, that's funny. Um, we go, uh, not that guy, but another guy. <laughs> yeah, because um, we didn't talk to him. We, uh, uh, <laughs> there, there was a town not far from where I grew up, and uh, there was a, uh, you know, I used to try to go to as many concerts as I possibly could go to. Right, because Especially shit if they're to local. Do. Man, I didn't have to go that far, right? The local right, bands right. are playing? Fuck, I'm going to a local band show, right? It's like, where is it? I don't know. We're fucking going. Who's playing? I never heard of this fucking band. We're going. You know, right. it doesn't matter. You know, you're going there. You've got, you know, you work. You worked all week. You've got twenty bucks left. You're like, fuck. Okay, well, that's five dollar cover. You and a, know, and a couple beers, and then, maybe. And then maybe you can get like some band merch or something for if yeah, you like the yeah, band, yeah. you know, CD yeah. or something or tape. Mostly tapes. Huh? So yeah, uh, yeah. we, I go and there's a uh, a fucking um, a show. It was it was awful. <laughs> it was like, where is this fucking show? It's like, we're used to going to like, now we were like, uh, I was 15 right. at the time. So uh, I had my car and we're driving around. I, if in, in my area, you could, well, you weren't really supposed to, but I was driving around. I had a, I had my car and uh, since I had a car, everybody wanted to ride with me. So we're driving and in, riding into Butler. Except that and, one uh, dude. Except for that one dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, we drive, riding into Butler and, uh, like all right so we're like let's go to the mall maybe they know where this fucking show is because that's where everybody went so we go to the mall finally find somebody at the mall that says hey i know where this uh where the bands are playing they're gonna be they're playing at the holiday inn <laughs> okay all right it's like the fucking holiday inn i've I haven't been uh, it's, what is this like 1963 hey, so man, that's what you we get do. we get in the car we drive to the Holiday Inn. It's like we're Holiday Inn. All of a sudden, there's like signs, you know, like for yard sales. You know, already yeah. this is this is uh, it's, it's starting seeming, out to be a great show. Yeah, it's, they it's, have, it's even kind of sketchy there, buddy. There's black balloons tied to the signs with arrows to the Holiday Inn. Mm-hmm. Like, nice. all right, what the fuck is this? So we get to the Holiday Inn. And then and I'm like, this is supposed to be a rock show, like a hard rock show, right? Why do they right. have signs with balloons like a kid's party? <laughs> so we get to the Holiday Inn, and we're, you know, in, we've got our, I've got my battle vest on. You know, nice. you know what I'm talking about, right? We got I do. The, the, the patches, and, and we're all, we're ripped up. You know, we've got, I've got, on the back of my vest, it's got the, it's got the, uh, the big Saxon hammer on the back of it, you know, and it's, you know, we're ready to go walk in the front in the holiday Inn. It smells like, because they have an indoor pool, it smells like chlorine. You have like this little nice, easy listening music playing in the lobby and everybody's staring at us. She goes, are you here for the concert? Wow. It's in the lounge area in the back. It's like, oh, okay, thank you. So kind of, that was like our Wayne's World moment right there. So we kind of like... <laughs> And we go in, and we're all kind of standing there, and there's a bunch of guys. We're, they're all like fucking, they're like giants, right? They're all there's. It looks like a biker, a biker bar, 
in the wrong location. Right? <laughs> They're all fucking huge guys. You know, they've got like rags tied to them. They all look like roadies for Metallica. And they're all just hanging out there, and it's still a smoking lounge, so everybody, the whole place is full of smoke, and we're standing in there, and we come walking in, and our hair is really long, and it, it was like, what are we here for? Then then the band comes in. It's it's a black metal band. Oh, right? nice. Right? Black metal band, local black metal band. Ooh. Worst fucking band I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Were they wearing the one, were, were they wearing the corpse paint, man? They were wearing the corpse paint. The one nice. guy looked like a fucking blow pop. Nice. The other guy was really tall and skinny. They they didn't know how to work the look at all, you know? Yeah. They but look... the rest of the room didn't know it was a black metal band. Oh my god. So we're just ready for a metal show. You know, rock show. Something, yeah. Something. A decent show. And so they had the one guy had his girlfriend go over and hit the lights to black out the room real quick. Uh, okay. Because then they were going to throw the stage lights on and make it really dramatic. Yeah. And they, they struck the, 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 the black metal pose with the arm curled and, uh, you know what I'm talking about? I do. And was she hit, <laughs> she hit the damn lights <laughs> and, and they struck the pose, but she hit too many of them, and she hit the one that flipped the disco ball on. And the light uh. hit the disco ball, and he's on stage, and he's like, and there's a disco ball, and he's like, ah, and everybody's cracking up laughing. That, by far, I would have lo- I would have ate that up, dude. If I was the dude <laughs> in the black metal, I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do this. <laughs> disco it was really an black awful, metal. awful show. So to, to, to sum up the story real quick, they tried playing their, their original music. Yeah. And it, it was horrible. After the second song, they got booed so bad that the rest of the crowd made them play Skid Row, White Snake, Poison, uh, just to get that's, them through the show. That's terrible. I would have told you guys to go <laughs> shut the fuck up, and you would have you would have listened to my music. If you didn't like it, you could fucking walk out. These, but these these guys were like sixteen, seventeen years old. They were pussies. And- what they were. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh my god!" Because you know, look, we the, were all taken by surprise by this band. Like, what the fuck? But it was awful. It wasn't even. It wasn't even like good, <laughs> terrible, even mediocre. It was just. It was like they did. They forgot to tune. Yeah, it wasn't even good bad, right? It wasn't even good bad. It wasn't good bad. Yeah, and, I mean, you know, I mean, Mart Flanagan sounds better. Than this. Oh, that's terrible. Um, oh my god! God, that fucking garbage. <laughs> He's a fucking dork. Oh, um, but no, man, like 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 if you would have said that to those dudes in Mayhem, they would have killed you. Oh yeah. Like yeah. literally, like they that one of their first shows that they played uh to get a um like a I guess it was one of the first shows, I don't know, but to get like the you know the the word talking about them. They walked yeah. out, and of course, it was kind of like the same thing. Everybody was just standing there because no, you know, black metal didn't exist, right? You know, and or at least their style of black metal didn't exist. I mean, Venom was out already, you know, doing their thing, and so was um, uh, Hellhammer, which eventually turned into Celtic Frost, I think. Yeah, Celtic Frost. Right? Yeah. So you know that style. Celtic was, Frost was awesome. They they are they're still awesome. They're still putting out good yeah. records, you know. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they but are. um. 
yeah so that so that style was out so this was like brand new shit you know and uh the crazy the craziness was when, when they came out everybody was just staring at them and they just started playing this long like feedbacky riff thing according yeah. to the movie you know i don't know and uh the singer dead started cutting his arms open on stage mm-hmm. and then he fucking threw a pig head into the crowd and then they started playing and like his blood was spraying all over the people and shit it was crazy well the well, the, the, the fat guy the fat guy in this band had blood tablets in his mouth and he had too many and he bit down too hard. He damn near choked on the blood tablets. Good for him. And then when, when the, <laughs> the singer's girlfriend, the, 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 yeah, the singer's girlfriend hit the lights and then she accidentally hit the disco lights. All you heard was, God damn it, Tammy. That's funny. <laughs> God damn it, Tammy. It was so fucking cool, man. It was uh, like, we cracked up, but we 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 pretty much left after like the fifth song and yeah went to went to the pool hall. You know, it was cool. Um, I did see another movie. I completely forgot about it, and I was on a like a movie a music movie kick. Oh, okay, cool. And I finally uh, sat down and watched Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't like it at all. No, it, see, it was too one sided to me. To me, honestly. I think all the stuff that was told about Freddie Mercury's life, like the editing of it was too jibbled. Like it was just too, it was all high. How can you say it? it's not, um, it was too, too much crammed into one thing. Yeah. And, every, and it was like too many little bits and pieces, like nothing really explained much. You know what I'm saying? It was no. just kind of like, here's this, here's that, here's that. Oh, look, here's that, here's that, here's that. And I'm going, okay. And then they put the big concert and then with the three or four songs at the end. And that is why this is this is my philosophy of this movie. Mm-hmm. The reason why people love this movie so much is because of that last twenty minutes. Because yeah, that's all, because if everybody you saw the original concert. Everybody loves you, Queen, dude. Yeah, that's that what made <laughs> the, that concert. You know, if, if everyone loves Queen, so when you end the movie with three or four Queen songs, and they leave, they're like, "Oh man, that was fantastic!" You know, it was so good. It was not. It was not a well put together movie. Um, I enjoyed the film for the you know some of the historical parts. You know, like you know the shows and the things like that, and to see a little bit on the insight of Freddie's real life. But really, I don't think that movie should have been called a Queen movie, like you said. I really do think it should have just been a documentary about him. Yeah, it was. It should not. Uh, it really, to me, it shouldn't even be called Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, I mean, I don't know. He did kind of write that song. Well, I'm, yeah, well, yeah, he wrote the song, but I mean, it it should have just been called Freddie. Yeah, yeah, or something. Or Mercury would have been cooler. Or Mercury, Mercury would have been fine. But it it really it didn't highlight or showcase or talk about any of the other band members. No, <laughs> I mean, it did, I mean, it, it did a little bit, but it wasn't I much. Mean, the first three the first five minutes of the ba- the movie when the the band was originally playing yeah that was it like here's the original band and then they're outside the guy quits and then freddie walks up hey i've been following you guys for a long time yeah that was it i'm like really that's how y'all then, begin this movie and then the uh it it turned into these guys instead of just being these guys were amazing musicians you know they have a story too they played a part into this band, you know, but no, it never came really, that never became part of that. It all became Freddie's gay, the end. 
Yeah, I mean, and and also um, from what I've heard, uh, the young lady that is supposed to be his wife, or is yeah. or is implied that is his wife. Yeah, uh, they never were wife. married, right? So it was not his wife, um, and he was best friends with the girl. So honestly, that was kind of made up shit for the movie anyway. Um, and the reason why when Freddie did pass away and he left all of his stuff to her was because not because they were married, but because he said that if he was heterosexual, that he would have married her and given all the stuff to her anyway. And he had no one else to give it to at that time. Because Except you, for the guy that he ended up with. Right, right. But that guy wasn't legally, you couldn't be legally married to him. So, no, but he could you know. still have just given his stuff to him. I think he, I think he, I think he gave some stuff to him, but like mo- the majority of his belongs went to her because they were best friends. And you but know, it it, it was it was what it was. It was a very long intro to a nice music video. Pretty much, pretty much, and and like I said, it was beautiful film. Um, they, the, I, I the did, casting was great. Yeah, I the really. Guys, I mean, I really the, dug the way everybody looked. I did have a problem with the guy playing Freddie Mercury because I don't think he looked like Freddie Mercury. I think he looked more like Mick Jagger. Um, oh, I, th- I thought he looked great as as Freddie. Like some parts he did, but mm-hmm. some parts when he was like doing the dancing and moving, I was like, dude, that dude moving like fucking Mick Jagger. You know, I mean, he looked like Mick Jagger to me. But you couldn't you couldn't deny those big bubbly eyes. You know what I'm saying? Like Jagger's got those big eyes, like that dude does. Okay. And um, uh, I really liked Mike Myers in the movie. Yeah, that was weird though. No, I thought it was great. And my favorite line in the whole fucking movie is when they were playing Bohemian Rhapsody, and at the end of it. They were talking, they were arguing about playing, you know, right, having that on the record. Right, because Wayne's World. And he drops that fucking line. He says, it's not like we're going to have any kids in the future banging their heads to this song in their car. And I was like, yeah. that's fucking awesome. Right. <laughs> I was like, that is the best line in the entire fucking film. And they can't have a, no, no one will listen to a six-minute song. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, well, if you think six minutes are long, I feel I pity for your wife. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I thought the movie was uh, d- well done in certain aspects, but as as a, a movie about a band, it was not yeah. a movie about a band at all. Uh, speaking of bands, and uh, th- uh, and since we've been talking a lot about musicians this yeah, time yeah. around. Um, ACD, uh, ACDC frontman Brian Johnson yes. uh, is uh, doing a TV show. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, I'm trying to think what the hell is it. It's, uh, he's going across the globe, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, there's a, a TV show or a channel or something called AXS. I'm going to assume they they call it Access, Access. TV. Well, yeah, probably. Um and uh, the series is co- it's a popular series. I guess it's in the BBC area uh, in that most, in that most world. Most likely, um, called uh, it's the Rock and Talk series. Uh, Brian Johnson, Life on the Road. Uh, it's making its stateside debut on Sunday, September fifteenth at nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, six p.m. Pacific. Uh, the network uh, is acquiring the first two seasons 
of the program. And I guess he's going to be uh, roaming around the country uh, talking to uh, the movers and the shakers uh, of the industry of yesterday and today. That's very uh, cool. So he'll be talking to uh, who's who's uh, you know who's the up and comings and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. who who got them there you know now you know you know putting those two people in the room you know like say let's you know you know let's say whoever uh, Ice Nine Kills or Disturbed or right right you know Guar. Zach Wild and Guar. Black Label Society Guar whoever I don't know who he's going to be interviewing uh, but it's funny. Um, the same time, uh, like I care about this one, but they're also going to be putting on back to back another life on the road. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be on right after is uh, Paul Schaefer, Paul Schaefer plus one. He is having a uh, talk show where he interviews uh, people as well. So you can get, nice. get to see Brian Johnson a uh, uh, hard rock American icon, and then the prancing Paul Schaefer on right after him. Hey, look, Paul Schaefer is definitely an icon, man. He's been in a lot of stuff, dude. Like, he, he has. He, he's he just, I can't great... stand to listen to that guy. I uh, know. I'm not a fan of the way he talks either, but, you know, he's he seems kind of arrogant, but. A little bit. You Jeez. know, but who knows? Um, but yeah, so all right, look, when we get back from this commercial break, I'm going to talk about Showcase Comic Con that I went to this past week, too. Sweet. All right, here we go, guys. A brand new store. Amazing collectibles. You need to check out North Shore Pop Culture Collectibles, specializing in all things Funko. Funko. Pop culture. Buy, sell, or trade North Shore Pop Culture Collectibles is the place for serious collectors. And when they say specializing in all things Funko, they're not kidding. This inventory is massive. So much stuff! So many items at North Shore Pop Culture Collectibles. You never know what you're gonna find. You may find another gem you weren't even looking for. So don't forget to call or stop by North Shore Pop Culture Collectibles, specializing in all things Funko. Located at 1394 Corporate Square Boulevard, Slidell, Louisiana, 70458, or call 985-265-4279. Check them out! It's Funko! It's pop culture! You can't go wrong. Funko! Pop culture! So, all right, there you go for all your collectible needs right there, right there. That's all you need to and do. And they just released quite a few new uh, collections on the uh, They did uh, the Funko Pops. Uh, oh, a there, lot of there's them, a actually. lot of shit coming out, like, in the next couple uh, weeks, actually, uh, uh, because of San Diego Comic-Con. That is this week. Um, it is this week. So uh, one of our buddies is going to be there. Actually, two of our buddies are going to be there. Uh, Derek Donovan's going to be there and uh, Robbie Musso. Uh, Robbie, oh, neat. Robbie Musso draws uh, for Kenner, and he does the um, he does the artist stuff for the Transformers line. Oh, um, very cool. Yeah, and uh, Derek Donovan has done all kinds of stuff, dude. He's 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 really big in the, the comic book world. So 
Sweet. Yeah, he's done a lot of runs on different comic books, and uh, he's an incredible artist, too. So go check him out. If you are at San Diego Comic-Con, go look for those dudes and uh, tell them the MHOG podcast sent you. Uh, cool. But anyway, we were at... Uh, I was at uh, the first ever Showcase Comic-Con this past weekend um, over in... Um, uh, Slidell, Louisiana, and it was fucking awesome, dude. Like, it really was cool. Uh, you know, I was by myself at the table. Uh, Adam actually stopped by and talked to me for a good, you know, half hour, hour, hour. So we were we we're hanging out, bullshitting back and forth. Um, but the con was very cool. Like, Derek was there. Um, Robbie was there. Uh, our buddy Tim Lottie was there. Um, ah. uh, Preston was there. He, uh, another one of our friends. Yeah. Um. And, and you know it was there's all kinds of guys there. The Weekend Geek was there, which was really cool. Um, and my another friend of ours in the show, um, uh, Lot L A T T A. I hate to say I can't pronounce it. I don't know if it's Lat or Lot. Um, Steve Lot, I want to say. Uh, his okay. toy booth was there, which was very cool. He does uh, old school toys like Transformers and things like that. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Like that. So very cool. They were right next to me, so we hung out for a while. Um, but I did get to meet someone. Um, at the con, uh, there is a guy on <coughs> social media. His name is Dangerous Dustin. Okay. All right. Look up his page. It's awesome. Uh, he is a local guy around this area. I'm not really sure where he's from. Um, and uh, he does eating challenges, and he always goes and finds like the newest, um, coolest items that are coming out. And he'll go buy them and eat them and try them and taste them on their show and tell him if it's shit or good or whatever. But uh, he posted that he was there at the show. And I've been wanting him to come on because I want him and the Champ Champ to do a champ challenge against each other. Oh, God, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, so we're actually, we were talking about that. I met him. I told him to come come to the booth, and he came over to the booth, and we bullshitted for a while. And uh, <clears throat> he uh, he agreed that we're going to come up with something a good challenge and uh the two of them are going to go at it and see who oh, the, very cool. see who the champ champ really is <laughs> nice nice no but man it was a very cool event um good turnout yes they actually i think they said they tripled the amount of people they thought were going to be there wow good for them so there will definitely be a part two so there's going to be a second one there they're working on the like not anytime soon of course guys but you know uh, but that's, we're gonna have I, a, I wouldn't a, mind going down and seeing that. Uh, I think that'd be a really cool one to try. Next yeah. time I'm down, next time, dude. Back and, yeah, let's 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 know. fucking let's schedule it. We'll make it bigger this year. The year yeah. the, the year coming. Like I only had some stickers in our banner. That's all I had to give away. You know, I didn't have anything. You know, too big. Um, right. But the next time we do this, I promise we'll have something really cool, like hats or shirts or something. You know, cool. Sure. And uh, if you come and talk to us, we might give you a special prize or some shit like that. Oh, very cool, man. Very cool. But it was cool. It was fun. You know, I mean, like I said, yeah. it was cool to see everybody. I was very excited that, that it was a huge turnout like that, especially for uh, uh, Tim is the is the gentleman who, who uh, started the Tim Stoddard. He actually runs and owns uh, Showcase Comic Book Store over there. Showcase Comics. Nice. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, so that's that's all I wanted to say. Uh, what you have some other interesting uh, things on your uh, agenda, don't you? Well, I just got the, I just got the one thing. It kind of goes along with the cons and stuff like that, um, which is how well. 
you know I like uh, specific types of TV shows and stuff. I've of always, course. I've always been fr- like fans of things like Buffy and, and right. Angel. Like and like the like witches and werewolves and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, any, anything that isn't dealing with mainstream reality, I'm, I'm a fan of. Right. You know? I think that's great. Um, there, there's a show that's been on just for a few seasons, but uh, it was possibly going to go away, but it's uh, it's getting an, uh, a, a, a rebirth reboot? into its oh, season. Nice. nice. Uh, thanks to fans. Oh, there you go. See, guys, it does happen. It does happen. Fans shut down Times Square. Wow, that's pretty impressive. It is impressive. They got shut down, and their uh, their voice was heard, and well, don't, uh, it's don't coming me... back. They just they just needed a little bit more of a push. It, I have a feeling it was coming back anyway, but the fans, you know, it, it always helped. Don't, don't the leave TV me hanging. show, what was that? Don't leave me hanging. I need to know what the name of the show is, man. Winona Earp. Really? All right. That's cool. I, I have actually never seen a season of that. I've always been interested in it. I had no idea what it was. I really... You know, I've watched I've watched all the seasons up to date, and it's like one three, of those. Huh? Sh- yes, it's three seasons. This is going to be, uh, I think, I believe, season four. Um, it's the concept's a little silly. It, it takes a minute for to, you know, get into the concept. It takes a that's like maybe just a minute. It. But um, yeah, that's the reason I was kind of steering away from it. When it first started, it was like, you know, you're like, well, maybe they should have put some more thought into this. But uh, what helped them is you can – it's a TV show. You can actually see the growth of the show. You can see because when they wrote the show, the original series, they only wrote five – the first five episodes of the show. And they wrote it very, you know, you know, loose. Like we're just – we're like we're pitching the idea. Well, after that happened, boy, they got some writers in there. And then they had some people who was like, we need to mix this up. Well, then they got some writers that used to work with, uh, with Wheaton and the guys there. And they, you know, and, and all of a sudden, all this humor started coming in there. The, the chemistry that the cast has right. together really worked out to be amazing. And the fucking humor is, is awesome in this show. The one-liners... The, the 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 it is absolutely hysterical. There is in every episode you will fucking laugh at something in the show, and it's it like even if somebody's head's exploding, it's it's the it's, it's made the, funny. It's made funny. So you you have to realize this isn't going to be. It's not meant to be that show that's like oh it's so scary oh you know it's not supposed to be. Right. It's supposed to be funny. Yeah. It's a funny entertaining. So the whole concept of the show, if you're not familiar with it, is uh, Winona Earp, descendant of Wyatt Earp. Right. Uh, she's been a freaking outcast from her uh, town all of her life, so she leaves. Well, her life's all fucked up, so she's forced to come back home. Um, her 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 family apparently is um, peacekeepers. All, of course, there have always been peacekeepers, but not just in the normal sense of the word. They fight demons. Wyatt Earp was a demon hunter. That's what it boils down oh, to. Oh, okay. His gun, the Earp gun, is a crafted demon-killing weapon. Um, so there's a story with that. So you learn that in a thing. Uh, the name, the types of demons, they're called uh, rev. Uh, what are they called? Revenants. Yeah, revenants. All right. Um, so there's uh, 
the the town that they live in is Purgatory, Texas. So already you see where this is going. Nice. The demons can't leave Purgatory. The town is cursed. So they're trying to get out. The when when demons arise, they're stuck in fucking Purgatory. That's funny. It's literal Purgatory. It's hell on earth. That's funny. So they have to send them back to hell, so the town doesn't get overrun. <laughs> so this entire town, through centuries. The Earp family have you, been putting burn? putting people back you know back to hell. So they rise and it's like oh fuck a new another thing. It's like it's like living on the Hellmouth in Buffy, you know. So the, you know if something comes up, they got to put it back to hell. Similar concept to that. Uh, where this changes is um, somebody who went to hell, but they brought back who turns out to be a, somewhat of a good guy is Doc Holliday. So Doc Holliday's joined the good guy team. So uh, there's uh, and then, of course, that you bring in a government agency. Um, there is some um, some pretty hot chicks in the show. Um, so that Excuse that me. helps it out quite a bit, too. Yeah. Uh, funny enough, uh, there's a uh, there's a sheriff, uh, sheriff's deputy who uh, is in the show. Her name is uh, Officer Hot. Jesus, Christ. which 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 is a running joke throughout the show. It's like and they're, they're like, what is your name? Officer Hot, seriously. Yeah, yeah. She's got like r- flaming red hair and really big boobs. Oh, Jesus. Uh, but it's again, it's a running joke. And then there's, um, but it, it's a really good show. So I recommend if you haven't seen Winona Earp, sit down, start watching through it. Uh, or, you know, if you want to get a taste of what it's like, if you want to see some funny highlights of it, which will not ruin the show at all, go on to YouTube. And type in funny clips or funny moments from Winona Earp, and watch some of the funny clips, and you'll you. get an idea of what I'm talking about. Because the, uh, the freaking humor in this thing is hysterical. I think you just uh, like saying Earp. Earp, Earp. <laughs> I think I think it's great, man. I, I really do. I it's it's that type of humor, that that type of uh, stage humor. It's a it's a little Buffy. Esque in the way they the line delivery type of right, thing. Right, right, right. A little, um, back, a little like Firefly silly back. Very Fireflyish, yeah. yeah. Very back and forth banter, yeah. I dig that kind of shit. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna check it out, man. In fact, uh, I'm off of work tomorrow, so I might watch a little bit of it just to see what it's like. Yeah, I think you'll dig it, man. Because I can't tonight because I got to do a lot of editing. So you know that's how it works. But if, it, it, like I said, watch watch some of the highlights, just the highlights of uh, some of the funny moments, just to get an idea of what I'm talking about, right. and then, then it'll get you hyped for the sh- actual show. Sounds like a plan, man. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Well, guys, I think we have uh, reached our goal here at the MHOG podcast. That's right. That's right, baby. That's it. That's the end of the show. Uh, yeah. 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 You know, it's funny. I ain't even trying to talk like this. <laughs> This fucking cold's got me all fucked up. Oh, I know it, man. Yeah, I mean, it just sucks because I got all this going on, and then, you know, I have those throat issues, too, so it's it's compiling on top of this. So it's it's not any more, any better. It's getting worse. Uh, well, you've got that doctor's appointment this... Next next Friday. Not this Friday, Friday coming. Not this one coming, but the following one. Yeah, the 19th. Yeah. I'll be uh, going under sedation, ladies and gentlemen, so... Uh, Get oh. ready for an archive episode, people. Uh, yeah, I'll get ready for something because uh, 
I'll be out for a little bit. I don't know how long it's going to take me to, uh, I don't think it'll take me a long time to talk again. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what they're going to be doing to me. Yeah. Uh, if they're doing biopsies it, or whatnot, so we'll figure it out. If you, if you wake up from the looking at your throat and you wake up and your butt hurts, they did the wrong thing. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. Or if my, uh, my, my wake up and my mouth tastes like shit, they use the wrong tubes. Wrong tubes. Yep. Wrong, wrong. <laughs> Oh, damn, we put the wrong damn thing in your mouth. My bad. Wrong scope. <laughs> <laughs> How about you motherfuckers? Damn. It could have been at least my, my own ass. I'd have been okay with it, but you probably use somebody else's. That would be awful. Yeah, it would be terrible. But um, but uh, thank you guys for joining us on this uh, little bit of roller coaster here. Hope you learned some stuff. Hope you go out yeah. and listen, listen to some new music that we mentioned. Some old music that we mentioned. Go look at some new shows. Go check out a movie. Whatever you want to do. Uh, yeah. But always remember to come back to us because we'll teach you something. We learned something. We'll learn you something. Anything. Anything. Even if it's wrong, you learn it. You learned it. That's right. You might have learned it wrong, but we taught you. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, I was your host, Wayne. I'm the rum guy. And uh, remember, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to keep it, keep it, keep it, metal. Adieu, adieu, parting is such sweet sounds. Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama. Get the fuck out. Okay, then. That's it. <laughs>